This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Richie, Post-America Podcast. We back. Where you been? We're back. And uh, what we do? Last week, we had Cuz Joe on. He sat down. Cuz Joe of Black and Blue Productions, which does the beautiful, wonderful Black and Blue Bowl uh, and a lot of other shows throughout New York and other spots. He sat down with us. He talked. He uh, hinted that they would have an announcement coming about a cool thing in April, at the end of April. I don't know if it happened yet because this show now is recorded ahead of time, but if he did announce, if they did announce, pretty cool, right? If they didn't, then stay on the lookout. And before last week's episode with Cuz Joe, we had an agnostic front deep dive into the One Voice album. First time we did something like that. And uh, I love that album. I got deep. And we got mixed reviews because some people just want to, you know, they want to hear me talk to somebody else. A little bullshit, making fun of somebody, back and forth, whatever. And uh, they wouldn't like that, you know, because whatever. So we got mixed reviews on that. I would say 85% positive and 29.6% negative. And uh, maybe that doesn't add up right. I don't know. But I'm not a mathematician. I'm just a guitar player. All right. But the people that did like it said, do it again. What other album you got? And I said, you know what? Maybe I will fucking do it again. And maybe I'll go with this album. Mad Balls Hold It Down. Let's get right into it. Madball, Hold It Down, released June 20th in the year 2000. Over 20 years ago, this masterpiece was released. Over 20 years ago. Time flies, man, because I could remember, I could remember when this was fresh. When I pulled the CD out, it burnt my fingertips. I still got my, my, uh, on my ring finger. It's all smoothed out because it was so hot, that CD, when I got it. But, yo, over 20 years old. June 20th, 2000. This is interesting. June is the sixth month of the year. 6 released on the 20th, 2000, 2000. Anyone who knows anything about Masonic mystery and occult meanings understands the significance of that date and those numbers. I won't get into it here, but I wonder if Madball intentionally waited for that date for a release. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, this uh, album was recorded at Big Blue Meanie Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Jersey City, home of the brave. Say the wrong thing. Catch an early grave. Everybody knows that spot. Brick City, where I was born. Clara Mass Hospital. You know, it's a beautiful place. But uh, back, I remember back in the day, a lot of stuff coming out of Big Blue Meanie Studios. I think... 
New York's hardest comp. I think everybody on that one comp, maybe there was two of those, but one of them, I think everybody uh, recorded at a, at a Big Blue Meanie, so it had a little name going around. And guess what? Listed as producer on this album is Matt Henderson. And if you heard my last deep dive into One Voice, you understand Matt Henderson was the lead guitar player for Agnostic Front during One Voice. You understood when I pointed out the song Infiltrate on that album, One Voice. I said, this is the baby, the birth, the infant of Madball. Put Freddie's vocals on that song and you'll say, oh, I get it now. So there you go. Not to mention, of course, off the, the first uh, albums of Madball, Matt Henderson was their guitar player. But on this, he's officially not in the band officially, but the official producer. Sometimes bands say guys produce their stuff just to throw a name on there. I did that in the past with some of my old bands, and it was fun. They really had no input at all. Uh, but I'd like to think that Henderson did have a big part of producing this album. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe just throw his name on there because that's the homie. I don't know. But that's what he's labeled as. He gets the credit. Matt Henderson, producer, which is very cool. So keep in mind, before this album, you have, I think in 1998, Madball releases Look My Way. Look My Way and Hide Your Face in Shame. Dope record. Very cool. And then a couple years after this, I think the next release after Hold It Down is The Best of Madball from Roadrunner Records. And uh, that just shows you this band, even though it's 2000, it's 20 years old, this band was already a, a functioning band, probably 10 years old at the time in 2000. And, uh, just killer release after killer release because look my way is strong i mean that could be that could be a lot of people's favorite mad ball because that's another thing when we talk about mad ball we say i mean from the beginning of time aristotle socrates abraham lincoln confucius yogi berra all of these people they said what is one of the world's greatest mysteries Death? No. Which Madball album is the greatest? That's one of the greatest debates, arguments, and mysteries in our lifetime. So when I ask people, what's your favorite Madball? This one does come up a lot, but it's not like an open and shut case by any means. The spectrum of answers is all over the place. But this particular album is my choice. Hold it down. On Hold It Down... Who you got? Who's the staff? Who's working this? Well, of course, you got Hoya Rock on the bass, you know. Hoya Rock, in the intro, he says, you could be from Japan, you could be from Europe. Right there, he's letting the people know. You could be from anywhere, be hardcore. He's laying the groundwork, and a lot of people don't know that was edited. Hoya Rock actually mentioned every country in the world, every state, every province, province every town, every territory, every village, every county. Every city, Hoy mentioned them all, but they had to edit it out because, you know, it took a long time. And he just mentioned Japan, Europe, kind of get the gist of it, you know. So Hoy Rock on the bass. On drums, you got a dude named Darren. And here's where I'm a little ignorant about the album. I don't know much about Darren. I know he killed it on this record. It sounds great, but I don't know much else. You know what I mean? 
on guitar, you got Rob Rosario. Now, who is Rob Rosario? Okay. Rob Rosario is Beto. Who's Beto? Beto is Hoya's guitar player from his old band, Demise. And Beto also spent time in another band that I won't mention. And Beto's a good guitar player, very good guitar player. And so it was a cool addition. I remember uh, before this came out being excited. Oh, Beto's going to be in a bit mad ball? Oh, shit. I said, maybe I can get on a, on a guest list. I know Beto a little bit. Never worked out, though. They never looked. You know. So then you got, uh, who else you got? Of course, you got Freddie on the vocals. Boom. Freddie, the master songwriter. Clever lyricist. And in this particular album, hold it down. Some of my favorite, favorite mad ball lyrics. You know who else is interesting? Uh, besides mentioned Matt Henderson is is uh, labeled as a producer on this album, but as an executive producer, guess who's labeled? Roger from Agnostic Front. Very cool. I like the way these guys keep it in the family. That's what I like. Now this song, I mean this song, this this album. Opens up with an intro, and I mentioned uh, Hoya saying, you could be from Japan, you could be from Europe. The intro's dope. The intro's real dope. You know what? Let me play that intro right now and break it down. We just go out there and do our thing. That's it. Play, you know, and uh, whatever. We feed off the energy of the people, and we just we do our thing. You could be from Japan, you could be from Europe. It's a way of life. As long as you keep it real and you do it from your heart, that's being hardcore, you know? And you know, there are jeans that make you hardcore. You know, baggy jeans or a hardcore shirt. You know, it's a way of life for all of us. It's not 1982, so you can't expect everything to sound the same as it did 12 years ago. But at the same time, sometimes I feel people are a little too far removed, like they kind of forgot some of the roots of the music. We definitely try to hold on to that. We don't really, like, think about it too much. We don't, we don't like, practice moves or anything like that. We just, when it's time to play, we go out there and do our thing. New York style. See that? See that? Yo, I have I had Hoy's voice down right. You could be from Japan, but uh, I like this. How do they break this down? They're making it real simple. All right, they're not acting like hardcore is some philosophical uh, mindset for Swami Ganblahara. They're just like, uh, listen, what did Freddie say? We go out there and we do our thing. You understand now? Do you understand now? You could talk to every old timer that comes back into hardcore. They took a 25-year hiatus, and now they're coming back to tell us why they're two demos of four songs each, you know, are the shit. Like, get out of here. I want to hear from the people that stayed, that been doing this, that been loving this, that been putting in the work. All right? I want to hear the dudes that represent the rebar, the concrete. And they just go out there and do their thing. And another thing, you ha- you hear a different voice in there, a guy that's not in the band, but the executive producer, Roger. What's Roger say? Uh, some people, I feel, are a little too far removed. At this point, yes, he's 100% right. I mean, what is hardcore now? It's death metal bands, kids that have no concept of, of their own history. But they love playing the hardcore shows because of the, the vibe and the feeling. So they infiltrate. And I don't like that. You know, I'll smack them in their fucking mouths. But listen, 
I'm not here to start no trouble today. I'm here to talk about Hold It Down. And let's get into the first song. The first song is called Can't Stop, Won't Stop. And I happen to have this tattooed on my, what is it, my left arm. I have those words tattooed. Can't stop, won't stop. This song is about a minute long, all right? Matter of fact, this whole album logs in 14 tracks. Well, you got the intro. 13 tracks. It logs in under a half an hour. This is brilliant, straight up, in your face, hardcore, aggressive, mad, storming, warlike, hardcore. Let me just give you an example. I just want to, during this podcast, I'm going to play a couple couple clips, kind of like I did the intro. I'm not trying to get pinched. I don't want no trouble with iTunes, Apple, whoever, this guy, that guy. So, you know, I'm just going to play a couple couple clips here and there. But I want you just to see how this 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 song kicks in because I love it. New York style. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh my God, come on, man. You already know, you already know. Now, is that my favorite joint on this album? Ooh, another tough one, another tough one. But let me just say, these are the streets where men are made. Oh, dude, come on. I love that shit, man. I love that shit. Is this my favorite joint? I don't know. I got to think about that. Mm. Well, you know what? I mean, lyrically, it's high up there. Potentially potentially one of my favorites. Lyrically, perhaps my favorite, especially the opening. It just opens so strong. You heard with that bop on the drums, lyrics immediately, speed immediately. You are the blood running through my veins. You are the streets that made me this way. Love that, love that. In you I've lost and regained faith, but in my silence I'll never betray. Yo, come on, bro. Can't Stop, Won't Stop. Perhaps one of the strongest opening tracks on any hardcore album. This is my opinion, and what's my opinion mean besides everything? You know, I am the epitome of hardcore, so I guess my opinion does mean a lot. But such a strong opener. And a lot of times, real fast songs, they got that energy. But if you play fast for too long, you kind of kill it. You kill it a little bit. Madball was smart. Open up with that speedy, dope-ass, hard-edged, lyrically delivering track. But make it one minute long. And then, then you you pull out that, that track's full potential. So this is a great opener. Yeah, perfect selection to open up. And what do you go with next if you're Madball? Hmm, maybe the title track, Hold It Down. And this is a super strong one, too, and live, always one of my favorite live. Let me check this out. Let's hear a little bit of Hold It Down. Oh, shit, right off the bat, I like that. Oh, who's that? That's Hoyana Bacon. Freddie, where you at, Freddie? Where you at? Yeah, man. 
Damn, see? That's how you that's how you start a song. That's how you start a track. And that boom. It's funny because I heard uh I heard Matt Henderson talking about this on on Hoya's podcast, The Smoking Word, which I highly recommend. Hoya uh Hoya had Matt Henderson and Stigma and um Lars from Rancid on there. They're talking guitar business. And uh you had you had Henderson mentioning his influence and a big influence for him was Victim in Pain. And he said how he loved how the opening of Victim in Pain was just that guitar power chord. And here we see them barring that. We see Madball, the uh the legacy of Agnostic Front barring that technique, which is beautiful. And lyrically, this song is about the scene itself, the importance of the scene, maintaining, holding the scene strong, policing the scene, protecting the scene, making sure no suckers infiltrate the scene. And I I love the lyrics in this one. Opens up, enough time's been wasted, and now I'm faced with our realities and what's to come of this scene. So many come and go, some have disgraced it. I think it's time we take a stand, show them what we mean. Mm. So here we got Madball, not just calling out young suckers that don't know the deal, new jack kids. They're talking about people from the past that disgraced it. You rotten mother... Who? Who did it? Freddie, tell me. I'll smack him in the head for you. Who did it? But yo, beautiful. A beautiful ode to the scene. And come on, we got to say, Madball has been... Waving this flag from their inception all the way to their their current reality. Never once stopped, never once took a detour, said, we're going to go a little more metal now in the metal scene. We're going to be a little more punk rock now in the punk rock. No, they never did that. So don't you accuse them of that. They always remained true. Hold it down. They always did what? They always held it down. And what do we got next? What's the what's the next track on this masterpiece? Fall this time. <laughs> oh, I love this one. This is the bounce. This is the bounce. This is what we we've come to to expect from Madball. The the uh their recipe their recipe for hardcore. There's a bounce in it. You know what I mean? In the drums, in the bass, even the percussion-like guitar style. Freddie's bouncy vocals. This is a typical Madball song. It's like, it's got that vibe. Like, if another band had this music, you say, okay, that's inspired by Madball. This is this is what we expect from Madball, and it's a, a great representation of a, of a strong Madball track. And what's it about? Lyrically, what's it about? I think it's about a druggie. You know, the fall from grace line. Uh, and he, well, I don't think it's about. He makes it real clear. He's got a key line in here where he says, Out back to back days sniffing gack. Now you're really on the wrong track. Do, re- do you really want to come back? Yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. Sniffing gack. <laughs> I like that gack, yo. You got to be around in, in them days to, to know that line. Gack. Did they still call it that? But uh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, it's it's about that, that fall from grace. It's about 
unfortunately, the thing that we've seen so many times, friends from the casual partiers turning into junkies and drug addicts and alcoholics and suckers and thieves and liars and cowards and dirtbags and dirtballs. Hey, 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 Richie, calm down, calm down. Yes, I'm straight edge. You already know that. Do I think everybody should be straight edge? No, just me. I should be the only straight edge person. But anyway, Fall This Time, great track, and the the typical Madball recipe that we see so often, that bounce. And right after that, we got another killer track. You know, uh, Fall This Time has got that that uh, more of that mid-tempo bounce I was talking about. So Madball, knowing how to put together a track listing for a release, says now we need to kick him in the balls with some more speed. You know, now we need to kick him in the balls with some more speed. So they throw everyday hate at us. And everyday hate is dope and because I love, uh, let's call it the breakdown. I love the breakdown that when the tempo changes. It starts off real fast. But when that tempo change hits, I love it. Oh, yeah, here we go. Ah, beautiful. Oh, shit. Freddy, where you at, Freddy? Every day, hey, I cannot relate. You're never being part of my city. Ooh, man. Come and throw joints with me? Goddamn, Freddy. I love that shit. Now, what exactly is everyday hate about? I don't know. I don't know. That's what makes this one beautiful. Let's, uh, we could all interpret it to mean, uh, you know, and, and apply it to our own trials and, uh, and, and bullshit we got going on in our own life. It kind of seems like it's something scene related. You know what I mean? Because he does say, you'll never be a part of my scene. So who knows? If I'm to guess, I'm guessing it has to do the right with the writer's experience of people in the scene before them is that a possibility maybe i'd love to know for me it's just when i'm mad and i want to beat the crap out of somebody and i'm playing this on the card to go over to their house and then they open up and then i punch them in the face and i say give me my money back for them boys scout cookies you rip me off you know but uh i don't know we got to get Freddie on to, to, to say what exactly that one's about. That's my guess, Everyday Hate. And right after Everyday Hate, we have the song Done. Done logs, logs in at less than two minutes. A lot of these songs are under two and a half minutes. Like I said, uh, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, one minute. A lot of just short, sweet, you know, burst combos. One, two, three, bow. Oh, song, song's over. You know, quick combo. Quick combo, just keep pulverizing you round by round. Let's say each, each song is one round and this is a boxing match. You're losing at the end. Madball is going to win. All right, They're winning because they're just lacing you up. After every round, you're a little more confused, a little more devastated, a little more fucked up. So right after Everyday Hate, we got done. And the key to done is now you just had that fast joint with that tremendous fucked up breakdown at the end. Now, Dunn kind of starts at a slower tempo, but by no means does it lose any of the aggression. Done. Oh, yeah. Oh, better day.
frustration. It's feeding my disbelief. Freddy, come on, man. Yo, that the way that song starts out, come on. And what's done about, I have my guesses. I have my guesses. I'm going to say done is about sort of uh, giving up on trying to um, have someone forgive you. You work towards it. They wouldn't go for it. All right, fuck it. It's over. You know, you got key lines in there. I take back all I've done. I can't take back what's done is done. I've seen the pain in your face, the pain in your eyes. It's no surprise to me. I see what I've done wrong. No sense in holding on. So that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, yeah, all right, I did, you know, I fucked up a little bit. Now you, you know, very sorry. Hey, listen, are you still upset? Okay, I'm sorry. All right. All right, I told you I'm sorry 10 times. Forget it. I'm done. How many times I got to say the same thing? Get over it, you big baby. But maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's what done is about. But man, the whole vibe of done is just like a, it's like a pound in the heavy bag kind of song. You know what I mean? And right after done, they kick in with the speedy, well, it's sort of a speedy intro. Then it cuts tempo, but you think for sure it's going to be going fast. Say what? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Come on, baby. I love this kind of shit. This is when everybody's fists are swinging left to right. Ooh. Say what? Say what? Very cool, man. I, the way these songs all start, too, it's like they kind of like, they're like, like cold chill type songs. And there's a key line in this song I always liked. You think you're better, but you bleed red like the rest. But are you willing to? That's the real test. You willing to? You got it? Damn. I don't know, man. Say what? And the next track is not actually a musical track. It's more of a of a skit. Let's hear it. This next song goes out to all the kids who are keeping it real by turning their backs on hardcore bands who the and fuck make is any this money. Guy? Fuck that, man. Hardcore nah. is about money. It's Get your ass life. off the stage. Sure, I live with my mom right now, but I live in the streets if I had to. And I know in my heart... One day, this guy needs to get washed. Get off the stage. Fuck you. Okay, maybe I uh, lied a little bit. Sort of a song. The last couple of seconds, five seconds of that, of that skit are definitely a song. But, uh, that that part when they had the uh, you know imitating a certain kind of style of dude talking between songs, I always hated those kind of bands. They always reminded me of like like a certain era of victory bands. You know what I mean? It's like oh shut up, shut up. You know it all. I don't want to fucking hear from you. What do you know? You don't know nothing. Get off the stage, play a song, this and that. Remember that? Well, you still got them. These know it all dudes talking in between, trying to be all deep. Shut the fuck up. Man, you don't know anything, you fucking sucker. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, hold it down, hold it down. Let's get back to that. So you had a little skit, and it was good, a a little funny skit. But uh, I lied. There was a little musical piece at the end. Damn, it came in fucking hard. But right after that is, 
I'm going to clearly say this. My favorite track of this album. And, uh, you know, I was talking to the band about this song many times over the years, different tours. Because they don't kind of play it a lot. And I always thought it would go over crazy. But, you know, the band knows best. But this song here, man, this, like, does something to me. This gives me, like, superhuman strength. You know, this is, like... I'm Popeye, and this is my my can of spinach, this song right here. Like, you catch me on the wrong day listening to this? Yo, son, I just might go crazy on you, like like Chinese movie-level martial arts style, like magical flying through the air, kicking you 30 times in the head type shit. Man, show no fear. And, and show no fear, What another thing about it, it clocks in at exactly two minutes and 35 seconds and for the homies out there two three five yeah that's right intentional baby show no fear fuck love that oh man Ooh, Fred, where you at? Say something, say something. Damn, I love this track. And you know what that reminds me of? That whole intro? If you go back to Victim and Pain by Agnostic Front, With Time for Amy, the name of that track. I Maybe I'm wrong, but I hear that vibe with that little... Discord, the bend pulls it slightly out of tune at the end. Boom, boom, I love that, dude. This track, so hard and lyrically, I just, you know, it makes me know. Prepare, always. Pray for peace, but prepare for war. Show no fear. What are the lyrics on this joint? I'm going to give you all the lyrics. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? What are you, what are you doing? You sitting around... You're working, you're driving your car. I don't know what you're doing. You're going to hear all the lyrics because this is my jam. I will not hesitate. If I wait, I give in to chance and I can't live life that way. Can you read my face? There's no way I'll turn and walk away. So just make your mistake. So when the time comes, I don't care. When the time comes, I'll be there. When the time comes, show no fear because it's time and I'm right here. I will not lose face. I'll save everything I am because that's just how I was made. I will not hesitate. If I wait, I give it to chance and I can't live life that way. A wise man once said to me, my son, don't you ever back down from no one because I'll be there. Don't show no fear. Come on. Shut up. Everybody out there, shut up. If you got a band, quit now. Throw it away. I quit my band. It's over. I'm never going to do nothing like that. That's a classic track. That's a classic hardcore track. And this is a fucking great album. Hold it down. Show no fear. What's next? What's next? Well, I'll tell you what's next. Never Look Back. Never Look Back. Another one. Another strong banger. And lyrically, maybe I'm starting to see a pattern here. A lot of, a lot of these lyrics, a lot of these tracks seem to be guilt-related. Am I wrong? I don't know. Maybe. I'm just guessing. 
Lyrically, check out Never Look Back, some other ones. The lyrics go, I know it's hard for me to see the way things have come to be, but I must leave it be. Can't keep looking back. I don't know how to act. I don't know where to start. I know I've been here before. My conscience still believes that it was on me. My guilty heart bleeds. Don't want to feel this no more. Mm. I think so. I think that's a, a reoccurring theme on this album. I got to get Freddie on and do Nah. Sometimes you don't want to know. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just want to assume. Sometimes you just want to leave it to your own head. Yo, let's hear a little bit of this track. Fuck it. Oh, by the way, like when I play these tracks, I know don't think if you never heard this album, if you're like a weirdo cave person and never heard this album, it doesn't sound like this. I'm actually just holding my phone up to the microphone because I don't really don't tell nobody. I don't have permission to be playing these songs and I don't want to get pinched. So I'm just using my phone, holding it up to the mic, going old school, giving you a little taste. Let's hear a little bit. Oh, yeah. I like that part. It's like a machine gun. You know how it is. You know the machine gun sound. But check this out. The next song is called Still Searching. And when I thought about doing this, kind of like when I did the one voice deep dive, I hit up Craig, the bass player, and I hit up Roger, the singer, and I asked them, you know, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. I don't want to know. I don't want to know the details because, you know, these albums are important to me. I don't want you to tell me something that makes the album whacked out. You know what I mean? You give me some weird info. And I'll be like, ah, damn, that ruins it for me. But I did ask, what is your personal favorite track? Now, when I asked Freddie, he gave me two. This song, Still Searching, is one of the two that he gave me. And I think I know why. And it has to do with the lyrics. Again, I'm sensing lyrics of inner guilt, confusion, perhaps written at a time in life when a choice needed to be made, a path chosen. Will I continue with this path, with this path ahead of me? Will I create a new one for myself? Will I follow in the footsteps of someone? I don't know, but that's the vibe that this song has. And uh, some key lines in this song. Check it out. Will I live? Will I ever get out? Trap visions that I must believe. So far away from, I can't retreat. Sometimes I find a way to get mine. Other times I'm lost. I'm blind. Let's hear some music. Fade it out. Fade it out. Fade it out. Yo, check it, check it. 
the drums all during this album. This song in particular, the little subtle things, double snare hits. The uh, when he's right, he goes from riding the hi hat to riding the overhead, and it just feels like the the beat picked up tempo, but it really didn't. Very bouncy, very soulful. Like these songs put together the way they're put together. It's great guitar tone too, man. Uh, I'm just feeling feeling this one. And this one, this this song was never one that stuck out to me. I mean, I always liked it because it's it's on an album that I just think is a, such a strong album. But knowing that uh, this is one of Freddie's favorites makes me look at this this uh, this song a little differently. Very cool. And what's the next track? It's Confessions. Go. Oh shit, Hoy on the bass. Listen to that. <laughs> they carry no weight. Take your time, but no way is mine. Go, baby! We all have long buses to your downfall. I love that. And they're coming for you. Confessions! Yo, come on, man. I already told you. I already told you. And like that that tempo right there, it's not like they're super fast blast, but it's fast enough. Kicks in, boom, you hear the stick count, which I love, raw dog. That's like a raw dog. Like you don't even care. You paid for the hooker and you don't even need a condom. Don't even worry about it. I'm drunk. I'm wasted. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. But uh, Confessions, I was singing along some of the lyrics. Maybe you made them out. Such a strong joint. And check it out. Like what is the time? Let me look at the time for Confessions. Because so many of these songs... Yo, okay, Confessions, another track, under two minutes, a minute and 45 seconds. That's a slap in the face before you even saw it coming. Oh, is this, is this the greatest hardcore album of all time? Oh, man, it's really tough. It might be, it might have become my personal favorite of all time. It it may not have started out like that, but like a let's say a young a young fighter relies so much on his right hook, but as he ages, as he builds wisdom, acquires knowledge, as he becomes a he leaves the the area of the sport as a student and he becomes a teacher. He starts to realize in the ring. The importance of the jab. And eventually the, the the jab becomes his favorite punch. So hold it down is my jab. At some point, I realized and understood the greatness of this album in the hardcore scene. And how it encompasses all. I'm going to put that on record. I love One Voice. I love a lot of, a lot of albums. I'm going down. I'm going down on record. Write it down. Let people know. New York Times, I know you're going to have a ball with this. Hold it down. Number one hardcore record of all time. And remember in the uh, One Voice episode how I told you how you could spot good lyrics? If you can picture Chief Crazy Horse or Thundercloud or Geronimo or Big Bear saying those words then you know the lyrics are dope. And what do I hear? What do I hear in this song? Confessions. I leave it up to you.
I know where I stand. Oppressions, something I must choose to make you understand. Yeah, Chief Crazy Horse, baby. Getting deep. And now check it. Remember I told you Freddie gave me two possibilities of his favorite uh, songs on this on this album. This next track, Thinking to Myself, that was his other choice. Now let's dive into those lyrics. Let's see why Freddie loves Thinking to Myself, or at least claims it to be one of his favorite songs. And you know what? I got to kind of agree with Freddie. This this song is, you know, it's not my favorite on this album, but it's up there, even, uh, lyrically and musically. It, the way it starts out musically is just so strong, just kicks in bring, fast. But the, the tempo change and the way it changes and the bass underneath, just, uh, just the, uh, the strung out guitar. I'll play it for you later, but let's check, let's check these lyrics out. These lyrics are... Kind of, uh, what do you call that? Like uh, words to live by. I forget the name. Some kind of name out there, but whatever. Beware of what's around you. The elements of life will sometimes take you in. Bad things always surround you. It's your choice now to think. Crime is easy to come by and temptation is bound to bring you down. Corruption distorts your judgment, and it seems you can't trust no one now. Thinking to myself, there's a price to pay. Is it worth the pain, the pain of someone taking your life away? Saying to myself, there's a better way. It's not worth the pain, the pain of someone taking it all away. Wow, I dig that. And they have a vibe, a similar uh, writing style of, on one voice, I heard this is kind of the, the this this pattern, this the speech pattern, and the uh, the melody behind the lyrics. It reminds me of that a little bit, and uh, just kicks in so strong lyrically. It's words to live by too. This is the truth, man. Especially when you like us, when you're running in these streets. What you know about the streets? All right, calm down, Richie. Calm down. These young kids, they don't know. They're nerdy. They're a little feminized. It's not their fault. It's our fault. It's the older generation for taking us. We took it so easy on you little ratty kids that now you're little. Ugh, I don't even want to have you. But uh, this is uh, this is a different time. You know, I can't think of Band X coming out with, you know, some new metalcore band that claims to be hardcore coming out with lyrics like that because they just don't need to you know what are they gonna say you know they're gonna say you know i'm hurt and i'm broken and your words really hurt my feelings and i'm dust and i'm dirty and i'm miserable oh god shut your fucking mouths all right back to the song back to the song thinking to myself i told you the music was dope so let's hear a piece of that music i'm gonna play you the, the intro and into that breakdown into a part where freddie goes check check see that's what i told you Ooh, i love that shit Okay, now I'm kicking somebody right in the, in the balls to the song. Boy, where you at? You hear that bass? Check. 
And then them lyrics kick in, baby. That street guy. That street guy kicks in to let you know what's up. That song is strong. Great choice, Freddie. Great choice. But you know what? I, f- I already passed Hoya's favorite song, so I'm kind of fucked up. But I'm going to go back in time a little bit and talk about what Hoya picked. Hoya picked Hold It Down. Okay. Damn, I don't know why I didn't mention that when I was examining Hold It Down. But what Hoya did say to me, he said he thinks Hold It Down is a perfect representation of what Madball is. A bass break, and then it kicks in, and a hard groove, and a dope flow, and he's not wrong. Hold It Down is is classic. It's uh, it's it's dope. I don't know where it lies on this record. So many good tracks. It's... So sorry about that. Sorry, I should have should have mentioned that during the thing. So those are their their favorite songs. And you know what? This kicks us into the last joint. Is this the last joint I got to mess with here? Let me see. Oh shit, Semper Fi. Semper Fi at two minutes and forty seven seconds. What are you guys writing an epic? That's like an Iron Maiden song for this fucking. Nah, they keep it short and sweet. Let's let's talk about Semper Fi. That's some Marine shit, right? What's that mean again? You guys probably don't even know what it means because you're a bunch of sissies. It means always faithful, always always loyal. If you were a Marine, you would know. If you were in World War II with me fighting the, the Koreans, you would have known. But you don't even know. So that's what it means. Semper Fi, always faithful. And Semper Fi has, has another set of dope, more street-like hip-hop-influenced lyrics, kind of a, uh, a hip-hop-style structure. And the flow of the lyrics and the uh, the phrasing and the melody. I never backstab another to save mine. I stand the time. For me, it's do or die. These are the rules I live by. And I said my blood for my brothers of the same mind, of the same kind, who never leave my side. <laughs> this is good music for like when you're with the homie. You know what I'm saying? When you're with the homie. And you got the convertible and the top is down. And you got your arm hanging all the way out to the side like a dead arm because that's how it looks cool. Your arm's so far out, it's almost dragging on the street, on the pavement. But you're showing off your tattoos to the passerbys. Check, check my shit out. You heard? That's what Semperfy is, yo. That's what Madball is. Profiling, respecting. So what? Standing on the corner, we got fresh kicks. Mind your business. Old lady, drop this, drop something. You help them out. You're tough, but you're respectful. Okay. You're hard edged, but you're classy. Okay. You drink Kool Aid, but you put your pinky up. All right. A grape soda and cheese doodles, but you make it look like you're eating Filet Mignon. That's Madball, you heard? Street, but class. And this is coming to an end, the deep dive into Hold It Down. I'm going to end it with a little fade out of the uh, of the song Semper Fi because it's such a dope track. And at the end of uh, my Agnostic Front One Voice deep dive, you heard me compare Agnostic Front to the Roman Empire. And I said, sure, you got these other tribes, and there's a tribe before them, and another tribe somewhere else on planet Earth after them. But they're not the Romans. They're just little things, you know what I mean? They're not highly influential. 
They're not brazen. They're not half as dedicated, half as disciplined. They exist, and they deserve their their props. So where does that put Mabal in the mix? Well, Rome lasted 1,000 years. There were many, many Caesars, senators, key figures, emperors. So what is Madball? Madball is part of that empire. Direct blood descendants, no doubt. Do you understand now? This isn't coincidence. These kids didn't just happen to stumble upon a beautiful formula. It was given to them. Like Excalibur, the sword, it existed before anyone made use of it. Now, Madball could have squabbled what was given to them, but they didn't. They took this secret spiritual recipe and they enhanced it with secret spices, with their own flavors. And they made the ones who passed down the recipe to them proud, which is key. So fuck it all. Hold it down. Let's kick it out with Semper Fi. I'll talk to you suckers later. for listening we really appreciate it post america podcast will always be there for you don't forget that tune in next time for more fun with the boys until then get your fucking ass out of here before i give you a smack motherfucker who the fuck you think you in this is post america you ain't shit motherfucker